detective. Thrill me. Welcome back to the Thrill Me podcast. Jared and Gibbo have returned. Maddie stepped away for this episode. We're covering a 2000s Russell Crowe vehicle, Gladiator. What a vehicle. Good to see Russ. Like Russell the Rock, sorry. Russell Not Russ, Rock. Russ, Russell Crowe, Russell the Rock. That's right. I'm sure Jared will give us a rundown on <laughs> Russell's uh, history. But before we get into that, we'll do a little bit of up or down. The first one... <laughs> I can't. It counts out with a straight face. I can't face. do it with a straight face. The trailer for the Jason Statham shark film The Meg came out a couple of weeks ago. I cannot say enough Can how bad wait? this is. <laughs> the trailer looks terrible. Absolutely terrible. It's directed by a guy called John Turtletorb, and he did um, National Treasure. Oh, good. They're good. So that's a good sign. And Statham. I love the Stath. Love him. But this movie's budgeted $150 million. And Fuck, you can't see it on screen in those trailers either. <laughs> no. Statham's a... A good, solid ensemble guy. You know, the Fast and the Furious films, the Expendable films, things like Spy. Like, he's really good in those. Crank. But <laughs> even the Transporter where he led it. Transporter was good. They were good, but yeah. they didn't make millions, like hundreds of millions of dollars. Maybe they built the whole underwater science lab for real. They must have. That must have. be where the money went. They must have, because it's it not in the CGI looked of the show. like a waste of money. <laughs> it's a definite down for me. If they make that budget back worldwide, I'll be blown away. <laughs> <laughs> I can uh, see this submarine. Give okay, am I to assume you're a down too? I'm a very hard down, mate. <laughs> I can see this sinking a um, a few movie studios. <laughs> Someone will have their names printed yeah. up as front This is a, a triple finance by three different studios. Yeah. They'll all be under. Get your houses on the market, guys. <laughs> Things have gone bad. It looks really poor on the, like my wife had a. The a CGI on, looks bad. Everything looks bad. It came up on Facebook it, it and she's like, "Is this for real?" And I'm being like, a well, joke. Yeah, I hope it's tongue like in cheek. They're selling it as tongue, tongue in cheek, which you can only do for this sort of movie. <laughs> well, my wife looked at it and said, "Is this a joke?" And I said, "I hope so." And <laughs> I read the book back in the very day. Very expensive joke. <laughs> <laughs> I read the book back in the day. It was like a B grade pot boiler sort of book. That uh, yeah, you could kind of understand why it would get heat from perhaps being made into a film, but it was what it's been floating around for ten years, hasn't it? This should it's be a longer. longer. This should be an Adam Sandler Netflix movie. That's what this should be. Not a hundred and fifty million dollar <laughs> summer blockbuster supposed to tent but, whole studio. As I said, as I said before we went on air, Jaws the book was poop. And Jaws the movie, the movie was, was good, excellent. Though. This is not so, that. <laughs> only because Jaws yeah, the movie, they looked at the book and went, we jettisoned this, 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 and this. They yeah. cut all this bullshit out of it. Um, so maybe. But last time I checked, you didn't spell, you know, Spielberg wasn't pronounced Turtle Town. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, last so time confidence. I checked. Do you think they went to Spielberg with this at any point? <laughs> and then he just um, went, no, thanks. <laughs> you want to get an executive producer on this, Steve, and give us a few pointers? And he, and he just up. Yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, look, I'll be honest, if the up or down's based on whether I'll check it out, it's an up. <laughs> We're all going to watch it. But it's going to be terrible. I can throw away 20 bucks like anyone. 
You well, these, to... these movie guys are throwing away 150. <laughs> All you have to do is listen to any of our what have you been watching lists, and you know we'll check out fucking anything at this point. Pretty much. So, yeah, look, it's, it's I'm not going to the cinema for it, though. <laughs> nah, Just on principle. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see a flick about a giant shark, but I watched the preview and I'm just thinking. It looks silly. Yeah, like the, the scene where the where the um, they start going uh, around where, where the sharks are around people, it looks like piranha. Yeah, like the remake of piranha, which would be a fantastic thing. That's too, what it was. But do you know how far like out in the ocean you'd have to be? As a, as a, you would have to be deep in the ocean, a shark that big, to, to be, be to not be yeah, noticeable. Spotted. So yeah, you would yeah. have to be a hundred meters out. Easy. Yeah, it's not coming up and fucking nipping at your ankles and you're no. knee deep. Fucking no. <laughs> breaching like a submarine. Yeah. So look, there are already problems. <laughs> oh look, I'm sure they've got um, lengthy explanations as to how that's going to work. Well, it, it seems like it's based around a uh, like a research station in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. Which kind of nips out in the budget. But then it seems like it's on a resort. <laughs> <laughs> And then they throw in that song, um, that Sinatra song in the in the. Oh, don't even start. Which is again, it coming back to this is obviously tongue in cheek, but just don't. <laughs> Look, there's been a movie called Three Headed Shark Attack, so there's been worse ones, yeah. but this they didn't cost 150 million. Well, I'm pretty so. sure that had sequels too, didn't it? it? Did. <laughs> Fucking did. Four headed shark attack. <laughs> Um, oh, I, look, any, any, so everyone's a down, really. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Down on it not being good, up on definitely watching it for a giggle. <laughs> at some point. <laughs> and just laughing at the people that gave money to make it. Now, it's so bad that I'm excited to see yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait for this. Now. I can't wait for Statham to roundhouse kick a shark in the face underwater. That's what I want to see. So do I. Now, is anyone buying Statham as a scientist? No. No. <laughs> Like I said, it's, it's basically the same as Mark Wahlberg as an inventor in Transformers. Unless, like, unless he's studying the impact on your face after he kicks it. <laughs> the casting director needs to be fucking sacked. Like, who, who do we need for this? Who looks like a thinker? Jason Stake. It's got a huge forehead. Must be a lot of brains in there. Yeah. Who should we get for this? Oh, Statham looks like the perfect scientist. It's a perfect mix of like a Jeff Goldblum and uh, you know, looks like a see, scientist. See, Jeff Goldblum, that's the sort of guy you cast in this movie. Yes. Because Jeff Goldblum strikes me as a scientist. But but Jeff Goldblum's not putting bums on seats. Neither Statham, mind you. <laughs> There's not going to be enough bums to get anyone out of trouble look, this look, one. Look, it's not going to matter. Disclaimer. Look, Jason, I love you. I don't want you to come home. So you come and find us, Jason. <laughs> but... You're not headlining this sort of film. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a too lane. much money to be spent. His lane's not 100 feet up underwater <laughs> in the fucking Mariana Trench <laughs> looking for... This is getting worse by the second. <laughs> All right. Now, let's go with a bit of news. Some big news here. Some huge news. news. Not good, but it's big. <laughs> oh, it's good. It's all good. <laughs> the first bit of news is actually good, okay? First bit of news, Pet Cemetery remake. Oh, we're talking different it, news. <laughs> I believe it just started filming, I think, or is about to. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the the main guy is actually being played by the Australian fellow, Jason Clark. 
Oh, yeah. Who is, I like a lot. But he's good. When he's not John Connor, he's good. Oh, that yeah, was bad. Oh, yeah, that was a mistake. Look, he was good in Zero Dark look, 30, mate. He had, he, had, he had mortgage payments to make. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't his fault. <laughs> it wasn't I also felt like he was the weakest part of the uh, Planet of the Apes movie that he was in. I didn't like him in that either. No, I thought he was no, good in that. I thought he was that. good in that, and he was, the, uh, he was um, understated. I liked it. Yeah, Terminator Genesis is just had Southern Gar- Australia. No, no, you had Gary Oldman to in that that. Apes movie to go over the top and rant and rave. So you need Gary an understated. Yeah, it's Gary's true. perfect for that. But they just signed John Lithgow to play Judd Crandall, I the, love, the I love that. neighbour. Super casting, great yeah. actor, love the bloke. Just don't, no Australian accents from John. Yeah. I told you he pitched perfect three. No Australian butchered. accents from anybody <laughs> ever. They can't do it. it. Oh, Australian accents are the worst. Terrible. But <sighs> love the casting. Love the idea of remaking who's, it. Who's directing it? Do we know? Don't that? know. I think it's a couple of um, Spanish fellas or something. I, I can't remember exactly what they're well known for, but either way, I think it's a, a really good movie to remake. It's just to it's iron out some of those now. issues with it. Yep. Um, and it could be really, really creepy. Well, the first one had a lot of stuff going for it. Yes. So. So they just iron some of those little things out. Tap into the good just, stuff. Uh, now, fellas. Here's the real news. Here's the real news. Hit me with it. Here's the real good news. <laughs> Rambo 5. Now, how, how long ago was this mentioned? Today. 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 Pretty recent. Yeah. I can't have it. Oh, I can. I can't have it. Well, I'm going to have the shit <laughs> out of it. I'll be there. Don't worry. I'll spend 20 bucks in that cinema for that. He's in. He's in we should all go to the cinema together for that. He's oh, in talks yeah. to Star and Direct. I'd be happy with him directing. I heard that he punted the directing we, part now. Oh, okay. Well, as far right. as I know, he was he was a possibility to direct. He was, but so, I think that that's actually been withdrawn. Because I'd be happy with him to direct, and he's, maybe he's doing some. He's he's helping with writing, but I think he he pulled out on the directing side of it. Can I say this? Great. So he put all his all his efforts into in front of the camera. <laughs> well. Maybe that's where he is now. Maybe he needs to do a bit more of the acting side of things. Yeah. Maybe this would be back Listen, more like Rambo One. So you were filthy on you. You were not pleased to hear about the premise of it all. Is that correct? I just understand. Like he, he did the the desert thing in Rambo Three. Mm-hmm. That's easily the worst one. We can all agree, right? Yeah. I haven't seen it in a while. I was saying two is the worst. So. <laughs> I think three's worse. Three's way worse than two. I like. His whole thing is jungle warfare. Yeah, but they're coming to him now. <laughs> he's got a ranch he's in on the, the border. He's in the desert. What's he going to do? Hide in a cactus? <laughs> like he's got a jump ranch. out. He's got a ranch on the border, and they've fucking Jared, run over his Jared. He's run over his plants or his grass or something. No, he's an old man. Yeah, his friend's daughter gets kidnapped by a cartel over the border, and he has to go over and rescue Look, him. Yeah, but that can happen if you're on a ranch, just Look, trying to stay out of trouble. I, I all I'm going to say is this. The fourth one ended it right. I'm right. Yes, agree. Okay, he did the exact same thing with Balboa. He was able to bring Balboa back, but it's because of the way they did it. Yeah. And Ryan Coogler and Aaron Covington and May Creed used him perfectly. Yeah. And he can live on for several films. Yeah. Rambo cannot. No. Rambo no. cannot. Yeah, he can. He can. <laughs> he Dude, he's got access to now. more advanced weaponry. He wouldn't know what to do with it. He's going to be sitting in a bunker flying drones. He can shoot I'm himself out. in the head with some of that Mate, stuff. I am all in. Nothing is sacred. What? If, they, if they get it wrong, I'll piss and moan about it. But yeah. if they want to make I it, would I, prefer, I would prefer Stallone to direct a sort of remake of First Blood. What's the best way to kill someone with a walking frame? I don't know, but I'll tell you what, mate. If, if, if a man's 70 years old 
He will need 40 bathroom breaks a day to get well, through That's my next question. Maybe he's going to strangle people. He's got his own trailer. They can fucking <laughs> they can get on wheels and follow him around if they have to. But the guy, look, for a 70-year-old, he's still... He's in excellent condition. Are we going to have to enjoy an, uh, a shirtless shot? I hope not. Yeah, he's, probably. He's, he's gross. It's when he's getting changed into the hospital gown to get his fucking... Instead of instead of unpacking like a you know a stealth compound bow with like incendiary <laughs> fucking heads and stuff now, is he gonna be unpacking like a colostomy bag and just strangle people with the colostomy bag hose? He's gonna be unpacking a fucking stealth walking stick. <laughs> Here's my diabetes yeah. cap. Yeah. His walking stick's covered in bloody uh, camo paint. <laughs> Mate, I'm I'm a huge fan. Like I was devastated to miss the episode you guys did on Rambo 2. Like I'm a massive Rambo fan and I think four was Four was a tasteful way to, to wrap that all up. I think fucking Jesus. Tasteful's not the word. He wasn't blowing people's heads. Four four yeah, yeah. When he's on the back of that Jeep with the oh, 50 cows turning people into nasty red paint. Stuff. Was but it's perfect for like what Rambo was. Flying and, you know, there was shots. I'd say fitting. Can I say fitting instead of tasteful? Fitting's okay. better. Yeah, fitting. Yeah. But and I like the way it ended. He just feels walking down the it just the, feels the, like money. the driveway to the to the ranch, and that's, that's it. it. He's yeah, gone home. He's walking around the driveway to another ranch. So fuck it. That's <laughs> a different no, ranch. It's not even the same ranch. Yeah, but they bloody found him, so he had to go and disappear again. Is he breaking go. rocks, or is he stick fighting, or is he putting fucking <laughs> copper on top of a Buddhist temis- temple? That's what I want to know. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's bloody. Fixing roofs and orphanages down in Mexico. Or is he, or is he, is he handling cobras and shit? Because that not in fucking. Well, you never know what he's going to be doing. Is he, <laughs> is he in Mexico or is he on the Rambo Ranch at Dakota? No, well, they said he's on the Mexican border or something like that. So, fuck, well, how did he know. get there from the last one? He went home to his dad's fucking ranch. <laughs> it's like North Dakota or <laughs> somewhere like that. Yeah, in the time he was away, in the time he was away, that's probably the value's gone up. He needs to downsize. So he's fucking be <laughs> so much. He's in retirement, Phil. He's on the border of Mexico. He's going to go closer to Mexico because he needs weed for his glaucoma. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like an El Rancho relax, though. That's <laughs> <laughs> He's so fucking old, he needs weed for all of his ailments, and he's down there, and then the cartel's on there. We've just sold all yeah, the story He rolls one of their pop plantations, and yeah. they're not happy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I cannot get behind it. I'll be there, though. <laughs> We're going together, I'm telling you right now. When it's in cinema, it's only three because of us I want, I, It's like a car wreck. I want to see we'll be the only three people happens. in the cinema, and it'll be brilliant. It will. Cox, you'll be able to fart as much as he wants. We'll just have to give him a bit of space. Yeah, well, yeah, not as much as Rambo will on screen, considering he's fucking 70 and can't... You know those old guy farts? Like the real loose, just wet ones? He's What is he now? 73, isn't he? There'll be a couple of fucking follow-throughs. I think he's 73. That's old, man. My nan's 73. She's not doing action movies, I'm telling you. She's morbidly obese, even if she's fit. It's not a thing. She's had two knee replacements. Yeah, well, Sly's had a shoulder replacement. I think they removed Sly's heart and put in some fucking... No, you roll. It's a fucking steroids or something. Yeah, but look, that's taken... That's uh, challenging the character like he's never been challenged before. Can he get away from the cartel without soiling his stripes? That's how he comes full circle. <laughs> He's got to make peace with who he is. 
I've got I can't wait for it <laughs> now you guys have sold me I'm actually more excited after this little chat <laughs> I am I, I just want to see Jared's crying with in, in, in anticipation <laughs> my problem with Sly is and this is kind oh, of what shit. I said during the Rambo 2 discussion I said that it was right in that peak of Sly's powers where no one could tell Sly, this is bullshit, mate. We should not be doing this. But Sly was on a high, mate. He's making tons of money. It just, Sly did whatever he did. Sly's a talented dude. Very talented guy. Oh, yeah, and smart. And very smart and a very good, not only, you know, from an acting standpoint and a a production standpoint, but he just seems to know what, what works. Yeah. But I just don't think this is a good idea. Like, you brought Rocky back, but you brought him back in such a great way. Mm. Don't fuck this up with bringing Rambo back like some sort I'm of crowd. Yeah, but I'm sure before Rocky Balboa, we were saying, oh, fuck, this well, is I was. Yeah. <laughs> Rocky Balboa and Creed are two of the... Yeah, but Balboa, that's what I mean. Balboa did such a great... But Rambo's a different kettle of fish. Yeah. It needs to be violent But action. he's done it once. He's brought it back successfully Ten once. years ago, Jared. Yeah, he's the... Oh, fuck, 65, 75, tomatoes, I'm as nervous Plus, about this. Plus, the bands are borrowed time. We need as many sly films as we do. We do. Oh, we need over the top two. Yeah, oh. yeah. Oh, so that's where he's heading because he doesn't have to stand up. He can just sit in a chair and arm wrestle for. And he just needs to get. He doesn't need to put it in any other part of his body. Just in his bicep. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, yeah, look. I'll talk into that too. <laughs> Didn't take much. All right. <laughs> Let's take a break. Here's the trailer for 2000's Gladiator. Caesar is proud to give you On May 5th, the stage is set, the lines are drawn, and the battle begins. At my signal, unleash hell. From director Ridley Scott... Gladiator. Rated R. Gladiator from 2000. Directed by Ridley Scott, who gave us Alien and Black Hawk Down. Laser focused. Laser focused. At the moment, he has never done so many movies. So he's just... <laughs> I mean, he's on borrowed time. Ridley is, thinks he's going to die any minute. Yep. He's just making movies. And probably for the best, too. As we said legacy. previously... Um, Ridley's planned five Alien movies um, failing to get the fucking first one, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's produced by David Franzoni, Franco Lustig and Douglas Wick. The story was by David Franzoni and screen- and he, he, he gave us King Arthur and Armistead. <laughs> the screenplay was by Franzoni, John Logan, who wrote Skyfall, and William Nicholson, who wrote Les Miserables. Right. Which which uh, King Arthur are we talking about? The most recent one with Charlie Hunnam? No. Oh, good. That's all right. The previous one, which was also shite. Also shite, but not mm. as shite. It stars Russell Crowe as Maximus, Joaquin Phoenix as Commodus, and Connie Nelson as Lucilia. The budget is $103 million, and the box office was 457 worldwide. Now, some interesting trivia about mm. my old mate, Oliver Reed. Oh, yeah. That's a fan of There's Oliver. There's lots of stories about <laughs> Oliver Reed stories from about this Oliver. Film. But... Right before filming their scene together, Oliver Reed asked... Now, this guy's name is Omid Dejali. He plays mm-hmm. the slave trader yeah, yeah. early on. The one that grabbed oh, him in nuts. He said, are you a method actor? Before squeezing his testicles throughout the scene. So he's actually got hold of him by the Jats crackers. I heard this one, yeah. 
Obviously, there's a sack squeeze in this film, which means it fits nicely. It fits, yeah, it ticks yeah, that box. Perfectly. Because there was a bit of question marks on, is this really an action film or is it a drama? As soon as that guy gets his nuts squeezed... Yeah. Action movie. Good enough action. action. <laughs> it's got a testicle. Arnold Schwarzenegger rolled in his grave somewhere. Um, did, you hear, did you hear the additional bit, though? Is I read a blog by the bloke talking about that. Oh, the testicle guy? Yeah, yeah. He, he held it between scenes. <laughs> he, held his, he held his knackers between scenes and then says to him, uh, so have you travelled places, blah, 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 starts having a chat, and he said by the third or fourth take, he said to me, you realise this is a stitch-up, right? Yeah. <laughs> and they liked it so much they left it in there. I've heard, or, like, there's lots of stories about Oliver Reed, obviously. There's a fair bit of uh, conjecture about the fact that he and Russell Crowe almost came to blows a bunch of times. Oh, well, that's like, for Russ, that's like saying get out. No, but yeah. Oliver Reed wanted to fight him. Too, yeah. too pretty heavy. I mean, Reed Alphans. was a massive pisshead. Yeah. And and they're both alpha yeah, dickheads for the most yeah. part. So, I can so see Russ that. Is, Russ, Russ is a conundrum for me because he seems like such a goose and he's always punching on with everyone. But then you hear all these stories around Sydney of how he just fucking randomly shows up and puts up a fucking basketball ring for these kids that wanted one yeah. and disappears and, like, yeah. the man's a mystery. And yeah. also, sometimes, when you, sometimes <laughs> when you hear him interviewed, he's all right. He seems yeah, yeah, he does. He, he seems, seems like, like a, a decent cat. Then he, um, try, then he, then gets, he throws uh, a phone at some bloke in a hotel. And then he asks and if uh, 30 odd footed grunts can play a tune on your show. And no, sorry, Russell. <laughs> Are you going to be involved? <laughs> oh, oh, we're book solid, Russell. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, mate. We won't be able to fit you in. It, there was another thing that I read in the trivia was he started blowing up because Ridley Scott asked him to actually put himself on tape for the film. Like, we're not just going to give you the role, you're going to audition for us. And yes. fucking Reed was blowing yeah. up the last Do you know who I am? I'm the star! <laughs> and some bloke was, some, my mate of his was like, you're not a fucking star, just get out of here. <laughs> he was get in there and audition for the bloke, you idiot. He was a pretty big deal, though. He was, back in the day. And my favourite story is he was up for a role in Cutthroat Island. Oh, yeah. Fit. And he rocked up to Malta to meet with Rennie Harlan was shit-faced, proceeded to tell them, nobody tells me what to do, drop his tweet. What got his dick Yeah. Right. And they uh, said, no thanks. <laughs> what was he trying to prove by getting his cock out? He had to be confirmed. I love that. I love that those two thoughts ended up together. Nobody tells me what to do. He's going to drop my pants. <laughs> well, he was just trying to come up. He was trying to show me, this is what I mean by nobody tells me what to do. I drop my fucking pants whenever I like. Oh so, yeah, Oliver's got a long Bit story of a history. He did himself a favour there, though. Yeah, he did. He probably knew it was a turn. He did himself a favour in this one by going on film. The audition because he could have not, he could have missed out on this too. Yeah, it's a great role for him. Now, admittedly, he did die during this. Yes. The CGI, I couldn't really see it. There's not yeah, much of it. They just had to do patch ups and they do a couple of backhead shots and stuff like that. It's yeah. not, it's not a yeah. huge deal. And there's one scene in particular, the, the last one, basically before he dies. Yeah. The scene where he goes in and lets Maximus yeah. out is and the main one. Yeah, yeah are you scanning. in danger of being and yeah, the, time, the lighting looks a little bit weird. Yeah, yeah, for the time it's okay. Like if you didn't if you didn't you weren't looking for it, it it'd probably pass you by. Because mm. they try to cover it up for the most part and when it's close up it's just a couple of quick mm. looks at him. So Yeah, it looked pretty good. Because I didn't I didn't even couldn't even tell. Alright. Um Jared, let's start with you mate. Yeah, okay, so I was a little... I remember watching this at the time it came out and loving it. I was a little bit cold at this time. 
the action sequences are pretty stunning in parts. The the cast is outstanding. But the bits that left me cold were the kind of dramatic parts. There's a couple of stirring speeches that do the job, but it feels a bit bloated. It feels like sometimes they could have trimmed a bit of the fat and the stirring parts, that well, the parts that are supposed to be stirring just aren't sometimes. And then when you get into the crux of it, some of the big speeches and all that that they put on actually hide that it's or try to hide and in my opinion don't for 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 some of the parts that it's not that much deeper than your standard good action script or it doesn't have a lot of those you know massive sort of dramatic elements or these massive sort of character developments so i was kind of i think i settled on a three and a half and i was yeah there was just parts of it where i was a little little bit bored i thought they could have trimmed it and cut out a few of those back and forths with some of the characters at times so yeah, three and a half. Still a very, very good movie. I was just... I don't know. Maybe it was kind of the, the expectation that I had from the last time I watched it, hmm. and I just didn't get there. So, yeah. I kind of... I can understand what you say, because I'm not a sword and sandal guy. Like, I, I don't, I'm not really a big... I'm more of a tits and dragons man. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I, this sort of stuff's not my bag. Yeah. And I agree. It's, it could... To some people, I could understand why it would feel bloated, while it's not really as deep as it seems, and there are parts that don't cut it. But strangely enough, I've watched this movie twice in the last five years, and it all of it works for me. And you were gripped, gripped. like Oliver Reed had holy oh. crackers. Like, <laughs> you sold me a bit rough. Um, this is a four and a half for me, and I put this as one of the best movies of the last 20 years for me. Fuck, it's just cool. It just always grabs me. Like, even when I brought, I, I, had, I pulled out the DVD, I thought, ah, oh, shit, you know, I'm not really that looking forward to this. Mm. And then I was fucking gripped. Like, Oliver Reed had all the testicles. It's gripping, and it is great big budget filmmaking. And the reason why I say that is there's a $103 million budget, but it's all there yeah. on the screen. It's not wasted on bullshit. And giant sharks. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, is, it is all there to see. Yeah. And Ridley Scott is super laser focused now. He's <laughs> lost the focus, but he's always been a good visual director. And here he just he just nails it. Every all those action scenes are just outstanding. Mm. Like they're outstandingly done. And he was in a real purple patch around this time. He had this. Then a year later, he had Black Hawk Down, which is even better, I think, as far as. The, the action stuff there and he just he's, he's just really good visually as well because there's a couple of sequences where I'm just looking at it and I'm just thinking you know wow yeah you know, this looks so good so it's a real winner for me that was just a surprise because I didn't I thought I'd look back on it now and think a bit like you three and a half solid without mm. being outstanding but I, I loved it yep yeah I'm closer to you <clears throat> Uh, I'm at a four and a half as well. So I'm very close to you, obviously. For the most part, when I when this first came out, I was the same as Jared. Like, I loved it back in the day. Like, this is, like, one of the best movies ever made. This is fucking awesome. It is a bit of a slower burn now re-watching it. But some of the performances... Jo- Joaquin Phoenix in this oh, is fucking yeah. incredible. And Russell mm. Crowe, he does so much little stuff when you watch it and looking for it nowadays. Like, I used to just watch it for the battles and that yeah. sort of thing. You watch some of his acting in it, the way he transfers and it conveys what he's thinking and stuff. It's really top shelf. Um, Oliver Reed's good. Oh, 
did not enjoy Richard Harris whatsoever. Yeah, but he's he's kind of throwaway. He's barely. I know, know but geez, his his scenes were the ones that dragged for me in this. Yeah. Um, Who was he again? Marcus Aurelius. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was the worst part. The, yeah. the opening half hour. Once they sort of segued him out, yeah. it, it picks up the pace. He's just such a drag when he's talking. and like I get that he's supposed to be a frail old man, but fuck, man. That, those seeds just didn't have the weight they were supposed to have for me. That no. was probably one of the issues. And then the other, like the, the large-scale CGI and green screen stuff, some of that is... Because it's old, an older movie now. Um, some of that had a few issues, but other than that, like like Jared said, the action scenes are awesome, and the, just the performances for me. Like, even Connie Nielsen, I thought was yeah, was yeah really she, good she was well. really good. Um, and but I don't necessarily rate her I, that. High I would, I would, I would counter slightly on the on the CGI. Yes, it's older. Yes, there's a couple of scenes, but ultimately, a lot of it's practical. Especially yeah, in the battles, the, the, yeah, the stuff in, the in Rome and, and stuff. stuff. Yeah, the yeah. shots all look shiny and just it just doesn't look like. It there's one in particular yeah, behind Joaquin Phoenix when he's out on the balcony. Yeah, which is and, fucking and terrible. But there's shots like over, there's focus. shots like over the top of the Colosseum yeah. and things like that where you see a little bit of the scene. But it was pretty early on, and for the yeah, for the most part, they did did okay. It was just the big bulk ones where you're looking at the Colosseum and all, and and a lot of time when there's birds flying across every single scene, it's got doves or something flying across. It doesn't cut. It just Sometimes they look a bit packed. Yeah, but they do a really good job making the action scenes as practical as possible. So oh, yeah. Like, no, the yeah, battle scenes are really well done. They don't, they don't have to worry about any of that. And, yes, their, their CGI is more kept to crowd sequences. Epicness. Some of the bits with the, the tiger battle as well, the tigers of Gaul. Um, mm. Some of the tiger sequences too, the green screen. Definitely you can, you, you can slightly up. see that it's not quite but there. For, for what they're trying to do, it's amazing. And yeah. Like, I'm, I'm with you in that. Like, I, it's one of easily one of my favourite big budget movies last 20. Mm. Um, I probably wouldn't put it in the, like, in, in the top films, but it's, yeah, I loved it. Yeah. All right. Let's, let, I, I'm, I'm going to start with, you know, some of the, the bigger stuff that I liked and then cut into the, the Detail. break it down a bit. I think it's superbly directed. I think the action sequence is so well choreographed. Especially for me, the one where they come out with the chariots, mm. Mm. and he keeps cutting to the to the low shot of the the where sword the on the on the, the blade, wheel. and you see it chopping across the the, it cuts the shields. That in half yeah, it cuts that, and they he keeps sort of cutting back and forth between it to get some understanding of how dangerous all that shit is. Mm. And another part that I think helps with how well directed it is, and and the choreography and that in the battles is the sword fights feel. Real, mm. like you feel that the the, the 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 weight and the power of the swords, and you hear them hitting, and you think, if someone misses the mark, someone's going to get their head cut off. Yeah. You know, like it's it's all fairly. It doesn't legit. look like you throw an aluminium or plastic around. That's no, for sure. I understand why you would say that it is bloated, but for some reason the pacing of it worked for me. I never ever looked at my clock and just went. Get on with yeah, it. It I wasn't see. in the movie. It was just like individual scenes. Sometimes it was just like this, yeah. this could be a bit less. A little bit, just a bit a of the politicking stuff probably went on a little long. There too. was just a couple of like one example. Like I remember just off the top of my head because it was the last one I saw was when they're talking about um, there's a the, the little back and forth about how they're going to free Maximus, mm. and then they put him in the scene with Oliver Reed. And you kind of get nothing from it. Yeah. You know that you know stuff. that Oliver Reed is. He's gonna be he's on gonna, the yeah, side. He's gonna do the right thing. But he starts talking about I'm an entertainer and all this sort of shit, and we get about a minute of screen time just for Russell to turn around and say, "You killed the man that set you free," or something yeah. like he, that. He, he killed the man that set you free. Yeah, yeah, and it's supposed to be 
it's supposed to have all this weight, but it's like the bit before had the weight, and now I just kind of lost it. Yeah. The first half hour is a drag. It was a real drag. The initial battle is all right, but then Russell Rock talks about going home. I don't know if he's talking about New Zealand, but he's talking about going home, and he's talking Spain. about going home. And that just goes for 35 minutes. It's just this back and forth of, I'm going to go home. We get a, you know introduction to Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. But, and we get this little back and forth of, he Marcus Aurelius wants him to stay. Hmm. And Joaquin Phoenix, I think it's like, it is like the 30-minute mark or something like that before we actually get that result. It just feels too long to get there. That, that probably could have been trimmed. But again, this is what I'm saying. I, I just didn't feel it. For whatever yeah. reason, I just didn't feel it. Well, that and, one I fucking felt. And I was, I was sort <laughs> After of, that, it picks up. The last hour is is probably the best pace, I reckon, for yeah. mine. Having seen it, I found myself looking forward to the bit when Russell's on that fucking cart in the yeah. slave tra- train with Jim on Hunsu fixing his arm. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm like, fuck, I want that bit just happened already. Yep. Yeah, and it's... In a way, it's a victim of how good the battles are because some of the scenes in between... There, are, there is some excellent work in there, but a couple of times you're just finding yourself saying, "When's the next one?" Like, and that this and they is, do a great job of stacking three or four of them on the trot in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're yeah, just yeah. getting battle after battle, and they're all yeah, they're, 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 they're jumping up in in level. Yeah. yeah, so he's suddenly taking it up a notch. And, and I think I like the last that. hour is when most of the dramatic scenes hold the weight. Yeah, and the story's really sort of coming together at pace. There's enough to hold it. So yeah, it's not. It's, it wasn't a huge one for me. It's not like I, I sat there thinking, you know, fuck. I wish this would finish. There was never any of that. But I was just sort of. There was a couple of parts where I'm thinking this could have been trimmed a little bit. Let's just move on. All right, well, back to your likes, Adzi. Yep. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I just had to just had to counter that. And the acting's top class. Yep. Top class acting's across excellent. the board. Yeah. Crow has to me. This isn't his best performance. He won an. He's a bit like Denzel. He won an Oscar. For past work, for me, his work in the Insider was probably where he Insider should have won yeah. the Oscar. But he is very good in. I've got no problem with him winning for this one. Yeah. he does some good. Because what would be He's considered excellent. a very sort of, he doesn't talk a lot. It's not a, not a verbose no. role. But he conveys. But a he lot conveys a lot else. with his face, his eyes. Mm. He's very. <clears throat> He's the perfect sort of gladiator. Yeah, yeah, sort of build, you know. And he's not cut up to ribbons, but he's bulky. And the and parts where he's like that. yelling and screaming are well placed mm. because he's not doing all that. And then the the fucking rage kind of comes out with the are you not entertained and all that sort of mm. shit. It's well placed. It's yeah. not overdone. It's yeah. and he's yeah. just he really delivers. But Phoenix is the ace in the hole for me. Yeah, he is outstanding. He is such a simpering little twat. He's yeah. creepy as fuck. But, surprisingly, one of the scenes that I really like, which I was really surprised by, because I just thought he was a bit too, um, from my initial viewings, he was just a, sort of a bit sort of blah, blah as a villain in terms of what his motivations were, that he was just always just a real nasty bastard. Mm. But the sequence when he kills his father... Mm. Yeah, that's awesome. He... You actually feel for him He's when damaged, he says, yeah. oh, I wanted you to, to love me. The yeah. speech you don't about, love me. All I wanted was a fucking yeah, hug, yeah. Dad. The speech about the values. <clears throat> you love you know? Maximus. Yeah. You don't love me. You never did. And you feel like, fuck, you know. This, all he wanted wrong. was 
acceptance from his father. But I don't he wouldn't get it. Richard Harris's way to counter that is saying, "You being shit but is my fault. Problems. I'm saying you're not yeah. shit. Yeah. It's your shit, yeah. but it's my fault." And the bloke's like, and really? then, But then he just reverts back to what he knows, which is, "I'll kill him." Yeah. And I'll. Usurp the throne, basically. But that's yeah. That speech about values. You know, I didn't take any of your values, but yeah. okay. I have other I have things. I have values. Other things. Those are values, and yeah. they're just not yours. It's or just. It's really well acted. It's really mm. interesting. He's acting in that. Is, gives him a sort of a um. A, he's a sort of a, There's other shades to him. Yeah. Because I initially thought he was just a bad guy. That was. I think yeah. he's like unhinged. Like he's yeah. got cl- clear mental health issues. But he's got a base of motivation there that's believable and you can sort of yeah. empathise. And he with really delivers. Yeah. He really delivers. And him and Crow on <clears throat> screen at the same time is is gold. You yeah. know, it just it always works. They they sort of strike off each other really. Yeah, really there's a lot well. of chemistry there for sure. Yeah. Oliver Reed too has obviously has the gravitas Reed, or, you the know, testicle grabbing. The testicle grab the, I reckon the best scene for him is his initial Speech yeah. when he's talking about um, the giraffes. Well, he's talking not out with speech to this. The, the, oh, to the yeah, yeah. Boss, Some of you will die. Soldiers. And he, yeah, he's basically telling him, You're all gonna fucking die here, die with honor, and all this yeah, sort of yeah. shit. That was awesome. Um, and also, as you said, Connie Nielsen and one of my old faves, bloody Tommy Flanagan, showing up yeah. with his. Sven Oli Thorson. Sven Thorson. <laughs> That's another tick in the box. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, it's just a really, really solid cast hmm. of. Good, experienced older actors, and then guys like Crow and and Phoenix, who were, who were I wouldn't say up and coming, but they were yeah. well, they were very early in their careers. The bit part, the bit part people are mostly pretty yeah. good. Rafe Moller's never been better. <laughs> um, <laughs> Universal Soldier Two, Universal Soldier One, which is one of them. What's his name? Did Did Jim on Hanson? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's good, he's but really he's only good. in it briefly. It, uh, it's funny because I thought he was in it more. No, he's very. He's then I remember looking at it, thinking, "Yeah, he's well, he's always there as an offsider, but he doesn't have a lot. Yeah, he doesn't to do. have a lot to do. It's, but again, it's just a, it's for a couple of a couple of lines. It's to, you know, they were superficial stuff. A couple yeah. of lines about you know I want to see my wife and wife and kids, but they won't not, die for a long yet. time. Yeah, so yet. you hear that, and you're thinking he's not going to die for a long yeah. time. <laughs> I loved him in this. So this is the first thing I've ever, I've ever seen him in, and I was really he's just good to have on. Yeah, camera. yeah, like, he, he is just very, very um, got really good presence about him. Yeah, production design, sets, costumes, all of that shit is top, shelf. top of the top of the line. That's what I mean about the hundred million bucks. It's yeah. all there, and. Everything looks good for an ancient Rome sort of picture where you've got all the, you know, the, the armour and all that. It looks fantastic. Even the visual effects, I think, cut it yeah. for that day. For how old it is, like, it's awesome. Yeah, for sure. The- um, I, I remember did, I did a lot of, like, when it first came out, I was just reading articles and stuff about it. And a lot of the armour and stuff they'd made and basically what they'd do is they'd have all the people in full rig on horses and say so they needed... 250 people on the shot they'd have 50 at the front and they'd duplicate them going yeah. back with the CGI yeah. um, so you get a good use of CGI yeah. rather than and, and they, I believe the they do the same up. thing with um, Lord of the Rings yeah very similar things with Lord of the Rings yeah so like the Battle of Helm's Deep and stuff yeah. like that yep. in the same way the opening battle I really like it yeah um, partially because of some of the shots he gets the arrows the flaming arrows just hundreds of them go into the, into the sky at the same time yeah looks awesome then there's a couple of slow-mo shots. They're coming down the hill on horseback. There's fucking flaming trees in the background. And I'm just yeah. going, <laughs> <laughs> Ridley, you've got me. <laughs> you've I got me in. I think it's Game of Thrones fatigue, but I watch that now and I'm like, 
it's all right. <laughs> yeah, I know. We are <laughs> the bit was the bit. Um, that got me. The best part of that battle was at the end when it's fucking down to mano e mano, and he's just going fucking ballistic. <laughs> and there's a bit where his mate saves him, and then he saves him back, and then he's yeah. just fucking. He's going berserk. Yeah. The bit that I loved about that opening scene, or actually, just going back to what we we're talking about with Russell, like the the first like that I had. In the opening scene where it's got him walking through the field and stuff, and yeah. it flashes to him and he picks up the bit of mud and rubs yeah. it on his hands, and he's kind of like got this wistful look on his face, like he's thinking about home. And then you can see the look on his face where he goes, "All right, now it's yeah, business, roll, yeah. and I've got to do what I've got to do," sort of thing. Like he conveys all of that in just one facial expression. Yeah. And then you go into that battle that you're talking about, and it goes from these guys being like, you know, strength and honor, we're all organized and shit. And then by the end of it, people are dying, and it gets real down in the mud and yeah. shit, and it's. It, like it sort of shows that there's no real glory in it like yeah, they don't yeah, actually yeah. want to be doing this yeah. these people are just trying to defend their home he says you know would we give up like we'd do the same as these poor bastards it just sort of conveys just quietly what a what a way to send a message that we 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 do not want to surrender we'll cut the bloke's head off and send him back on his horse <laughs> send him back and listen and then we'll roll his head in the mud towards her it reminded me of when the Scots in Braveheart mooned yeah. everybody. Yeah. It's the same sort of just, yeah. fuck you, mate. We're yeah. going to go down with a fight. What about, uh, what about the next man up? The next time you win a battle, you're like, right, we'll give him a chance. You're going to jump on the horse. I'll be like, fuck. Uh, I'm, uh, not, uh, uh, I'm not getting on the fucking horse. You get on the horse. Best yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, a couple of those lines in that opening battle, or just prior to it, again, this is a luxury of a guy like Crow. He's got that voice, that gravitas, and something like... Yeah, did he pull out signal. the uh, Did he pull out the book of feuds? Yeah. <laughs> on, on my signal, unleash hell. Unleash hell. And then he's and, got uh, uh, what we do in life. Echoes in echoes eternity. In eternity. Yeah. Yeah. You know that so, said by someone else. Say, yeah, you know, Jason Statham. Or <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to have the same pull. It, yeah. It's it's that's what you get with these guys. It's like Denzel Washington in something like The Equalizer. The, the dialogue is rubbish. Sequel to that coming up too. No I know. <laughs> the dialogue at times is rubbish. Yeah. But, but great actors turn that into... It's Passable. It's, yeah, you can cop it. Yeah. And the, the dialogue here is better, but Crow gives it that extra bit of meat to it. Yeah. So it works. I love a good gladiatorial celebration. There's a lot of fire... <laughs> There's yeah, a lot yeah. of grog, yeah, and, and there's a lot of meat, meat on the boat. <laughs> Someone's <laughs> eating a drumstick somewhere, for sure. And they're tearing at it. They're not just nibbling. No, no really take that slice shit back to the kitchen. We want it off the bone. Where's all the brown meat, you fuck? I want some meat. Surprisingly, surprisingly they, sell, they sell that to turkey legs at Disneyland. They actually, yeah. yeah, you come along. Yeah. Are they painted brown? brown? They look like the ones that Donald Duck used to. I'm pretty sure they are painted. <laughs> exactly. They're right. terrible. Yeah. But in the gift shop, they have like shirts with turkey leg on it. Yeah. Has anyone ever had good turkey? That's the next question because it's always dry as shit. I don't understand that. I don't know. But I love a good gladiatorial celebration. Yes. Everything's on fire. All the I mean, if, I, if one candle gets knocked over, <laughs> that, oh, that whole place goes up. Yeah. 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 It's all heavily varnished timber and just pure alcohol on the ground. <laughs> and some straw for rooting in, so basically a bonfire full of people. I, I, I agree that the Marcus Aurelius stuff is not as strong, but that the sequence where Crow actually he says, "Tell me about your home," and he goes into it, that's his best work. He changes instantly into someone that's he's happy, he's excited, and he you see the man, not the Australia. warrior, you know. He yeah. was actually talking about his house in Australia, about his real driveway and stuff. Yeah? Yeah. 
and he, he just he really nails that. Yeah. It's it's just really really nice to see like because he's been kind of this grizzled sort of doing the job he's got to yeah, do. Yeah, and then he just you see the man, not the the warrior, and mm. I think that's a really really good scene. Yeah, it was a couple of moments in that. In that, as I said, I said the first half hour dragged, but there was there was a couple of those parts. That's one that you mentioned yeah. um, and then you get to Joaquin Phoenix doing his speech with Richard yeah. Harris That they, those two were pretty memorable but yeah that's when he, he does a really good job of transitioning from that you know I'm on the battlefield to this is what I want and you buy him as the tired soldier that wants yeah, to go home yeah he wants to go home you really when, he, when Richard Harris well when Aurelius offers it says I want you to be the guardian of Rome yeah, yes. and he Will says you do accept? you accept and he says with all my heart no and yeah. it's like fuck that's a huge like he's he just wants to go back to his family I'd be like yeah no but I'll see you there. You go to Spain, all right? <laughs> Catch me, you bastard. When he says, what about Commodus? Like, Aurelius is like, oh, he'll, he'll accept my decision. And, and Maximus is clearly like, are you fucked? Your son is unhinged. Yeah, like, he knows it's going to happen. He's not going to That's why he's so well. sure that he's been murdered when he turns up. Mm just sort of touching on that as well that like the storyline of the tired soldier who wants to go home and then you know only for the man he served to die have his nemesis take over and fuck everything up Hmm. and then all he's got left is revenge it's fucking rock solid yeah like it's absolutely rock solid um, and it, yeah, even even going in a set in ancient Rome, it still works out just as well as any of these other yeah. kind of things. And it you is know, set it up, works in that. It is that set up really well. I thought they could have sped it up a touch, but it's set up really well. The the you know high point coming, and I personally I think it's probably one of Ridley Scott's best moments of the films is when he finds his wife and son oh. and all you need to see is the, the feet yeah. you don't need anything and else it's not, it's not fucking rich- I was going to say there's a large portion of dribble yeah. <laughs> but Russell gives it all committed. you need he just leaves the camera on, on Crow and that's that's what you need you, you understand as an audience member okay I get who that is and yeah. I get what's happened here and basically that whole thing is just summed up with the kid gets cleaned up by the horses then they cut away to, to Russ coming yeah. home you find that, and it's just him. It's just looking at him. And it's restrained, but it's fucking excellent. That kid getting belted by the horses, too. That was... I remember when I first saw that, I'm like, Jesus. He like, got, that's heavy. He got fucking Like, how cold... Okay, go there and murder these people. Are you just going to run a small child down with your fucking roughshod horses? Like, Jesus, that's hardcore. Yeah. You've got to be a sick bastard. That, that whole sequence is, is, is tough. Yeah. Because, you know, they've just burned his bloody house down. They've killed his family. Hung his wife. After raping her multiple times, by the sound of things, yeah, it's nailed not, his little boy to the cross. Not, like, not pleasant yeah, at all. Especially as, as all, uh, all blokes that have you know families, <laughs> you yeah. sort of picture yourself in his like riding on the horse, bleeding to death, and you're like, "Fuck, I got to get back and try and stop this." And you get there and you're too late. Like, fuck, it's heavy. Yeah, but you know, a lesser director would have thought, "Oh, we've really got to show how how show uh, their burned bodies." Yeah, we've got to show how bad this is for him. So we'll take shots of it all. Yeah, and all fucking Ridley Scott did was show their feet. Yeah. yeah. So, it's Joe a very, yeah, very, very smart way of doing it. But again, it's it's trading on the fact that you've got these great actors, mm-hmm. yeah. so you can allow that to happen. The first gladiatorial contest, 
a bloke gets nailed with a fucking spiked mace or something yeah. as soon as he comes and out of the door. Looks like a mace. He's yeah. got the spiky little hairstyles. Like, he comes out of the door and boom. Yeah. <laughs> and then you've got the other little bloke that's, that's pissing himself. Pissing himself, and I think he's tied to Rafe Muller. Yeah, yeah. And, and he, he just fucking cuts his, cuts his arm off after he gets cleaned up. That was. And then yeah, he starts swinging his hand around and getting hitting people in the face. Yeah, with it. that's awesome. Essentially, when they get to Proximo, the movie picks up the pace really yeah, heaps. Yeah. It gets really full on. It also starts to showcase. Maximus's skills as a as a as a as sort of a, a warrior. Yeah. Even in that, that first video where he, him and what's he are chained together and they kind of get in behind each other to take on the bloke with. Yeah. The, did you understand? Time. Did you understand his when they're doing the when Rafe Moller's doing the like the wooden sword fight to give them all yeah the red dots? Did you understand what the go was there? No. So I think basically, the guys that were proficient were given a red dot. Yeah. Guys that weren't were given a yellow dot, and a red was stuck with a yellow. Right. So Maximus deliberately got himself a yellow dot because yeah. he knew it would mean he was stuck with someone that was handy. Yeah, yeah. Right. So that was straight. I'd never got that the first time. Oh, I didn't get it this time. Yeah, because he just stood there and got belted. Yeah, yeah. and so they're like, okay, cool, you got a yellow dot, and that's how he got yeah. stuck with Jim. Uh, and you know, yeah, 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 I didn't see anyone get a yellow dot. I don't know whether I... His hand got a yellow dot. I don't know whether I uh, got up to get a fucking bag of chips or something. <laughs> I no, you the yellow bags of chips. You're on those like bags You finally roll back in with your fucking... Couple of Tim Tams. <laughs> yeah, and then, oh, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, but I never knew it until today when I was watching it. I'm like, oh, that's... Yeah, no, that's out. really cool. And so they keep being that, strategic. They keep that throughout. And each builds. battle that it showcases more of what he's capable yeah, of. Yeah, it builds. The second one where they, you know, they... they The second one is the first one in Rome, I think. When they no, the third together. one's the first one in Rome. Second one is leading up to that oh, where yeah. he just they cuts down they... six blokes, throws his sword that's into the, the crowd, and goes, oh, you, oh, Yeah, sorry, because that's the one where he goes in by himself. Yeah. So I'm, I didn't even think about that one. But, yeah, the, the one after that where they go to Rome is where the strategy really comes into place. That's yeah. the Battle of Carthage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's really good. That, yeah. that, in fact, that... We'll survive if we stick together. Yeah, yeah. That that one's cool because it really showcases his... He's, yeah, he's got strategy and leadership, technical, yeah, and leadership. And the fact that people just gravitate to him and just listen when he talks, yeah. people follow. I love so. all that. As, uh, after the second one, I believe it's you know the one where he cuts a swath and yeah. then starts fucking yelling at people. He uh, has a little chat with uh, Proxima, <laughs> <laughs> Son's headscarf. The bloke looks like Kenny Rogers. <laughs> he's got, he's got white hair and the unusually fucking orange tan. Yeah. And all I could think of was Kenny Rogers. You got to know. You know what his hair reminded me of? Teen Wolf's dad when he turns into the grey wolf. Yeah. He's got the blowback like mane. If he had the facial hair, dead set, it would have been it. All those battles are excellent. Yeah. And again, yeah, I don't have to say it. Keep sort of harping on it, but they're just so well choreographed yeah, and really awesome. well edited. But it's uh, the, the first one in Rome too. Actually, is quite clever about the crowd, bringing the crowd into it. Yeah, because that's where you know Commodus has been built up as this petulant little fucking slithering snake. But there's moments that build up to that of when he's spitting the dummy if people aren't agreeing with him or he's not getting what he wants, mm. and he's built up as this cowardly kind of character. And then he can't fucking bring himself to not be liked by the people. Yeah. It's funny, he got this position that he wants, but he's still fucking insecure about it and mm. won't just say, ah, fuck ya, go on. That would have solved he's, all his problems. Yeah, he's just like, oh, the people need to love me. Yeah. He's still petulant. Yeah. That Maximus has got the power there. He's like, oh, I want it, so I've got to fucking keep yeah, on side yeah. with these pricks exactly, and give them a the thumbs yeah. up. Well, but it also has the best speech of the movie. I was going to say we're on the same page I was, was going to say we can't go past this scene 
without talking about possibly the greatest. Son. Like that's up there in the greatest one lines. Like and I'll have my vengeance. Yeah. Yeah, that was it's next. up there with the Braveheart speech. Yeah, like, yeah. it's fucking it's, next level. And the way he delivers it, and he kind of walks towards the camera, you know, and you can see the sort of the, the, the anger in his face and everything. Yeah. It's just yeah. really, really, really solid. Just quietly, the slaves seem to enjoy a card game involving a uh, snake. Cobra. They're <laughs> <laughs> playing on the drums and they slap it on the head yeah, and they're betting. You know what? Hard pass. I fold. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Sorry, guys, I crapped out my pants. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to play Connect Four. <laughs> There's a Uno game going on over in the corner. I'm going to join that. Fuck, I'll play Jack. That's more my style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it Yard? No, in, yard the middle, in the middle of that one, there's only a, you know, brown stake. Yeah, what are you playing with, fellas? Oh, they've only got a fucking <laughs> little bug over there. I think I'll join that game. That's <laughs> but I'll tell you what, they're, they're probably all thinking we're playing with house money because we're going to die tomorrow anyway. Yeah, that's so right. Yeah. Michael, we on money we can't spend. Anything, yeah, so. silly bastards. <laughs> I think the best scene in the movie is actually the fight between um, him and Sven Oli Thorson, and then throw in a couple of tigers just to just to <laughs> just to really mix it up, make things a bit more difficult. I just think that one's really really well done. Yeah, um, and it again showcases his how good he is and 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 how that killing this bloke is not going to get him what he wants you know he knows that the crowd now loves him and if he chops the bloke's head off or whatever at the end yeah. of the fight it's going to just but it's just another opportunity for him to defy Commodus yeah, in front of the crowd yeah. too because he gives him the thumbs just down death. and he throws away and everyone's like Maximus the Merciful yeah, yeah. and the crowd loves it and he's like fuck yeah. never happy god damn it yeah he's not happy it's so good and you can see that on it. like I think like Phoenix is like I think he's the best actor in the movie like for what he does for his character because he needs to be a smarmy prick I just think he's incredible in this yeah and he, he really twists the knife into Maximus too he goes your son squealed like a girl when he was nailed to the cross and your, and your wife, wife moaned like a moaned whore, like a whore. Yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking you Bastard. You sounded like uh, Rowan Atkinson delivery to life. I thought we were watching uh, Very Holy <laughs> But even, even Maximus' <laughs> response. <laughs> Maximus' response to that one was awesome. When he goes, uh, what's he say? Fucking the time for honouring yourself will be uh, so it will soon be yeah, at an end or something. Weird, yeah. Such a good yeah. line. And then just turns yeah. and walks off. Yeah, yeah. Come back. Even though I I would be seething. <laughs> I, I would kill that prick yeah. right there. <laughs> I, uh, I actually liked that... Before they, they, they sort of put their plan in action, that Connie Nielsen and him sort of have that moment where it's like, oh, they're, they're back on here. Because it was, it so kind of naturally came together. Mm. And, you know, he's, for the whole, you know, there's a whole thing about them being previous sort of flames that's I think, into that. Did, they, did he cheat on his wife with Connie Nielsen at one point? That's I what I got. All I got myself was that they'd been together at some point yeah. and perhaps that she... She ended. didn't want it. Well, I thought that she didn't want it to end, and he was kind of like. I got that so he that's was a bit why, guilty. I think he. Yeah, and that's what I well. thought it was something like that, or that you know something had gone pear shaped, but she still wanted the connection. So when it all happened, because he was fucking turning his, turning it back the whole time. You're not, you're not helping me, and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, forget I exist. That's and she goes the extra mile and organises everything With and says it's gonna we're gonna get it to happen and he eventually comes around to it and then the final bit is you know that she's doing it all for her son and it's you know the same conveniently the same age as his son and whatever yeah. and he he comes around I thought it all worked pretty well I, mm. I actually really like that moment where they kiss each other and I'm like that's that's 
it it was natural. It wasn't yeah. forced. No, yes. it wasn't just like oh, we have to have a romantic interest. Yeah, it yeah. Was, no, it was organic. And yeah. She actually had a role to play and played it really well. And you know, eventually, seemingly knew that the possibility was there that none of them were going to survive, but still went ahead with it to prove that you well, I she believe that you are the life. man that can, that, that can do it, and nobody else can. Yeah, yeah. basically, you are the man that was made for the role that my father had. Yeah, had actually offered, yeah. And, like, when, when Commodus kills his dad, like, there's a fair suggestion that she knows what he's done. Like, she yeah, slaps she him. Fucking belts and him then kisses the ring and says, yeah, like, yeah. she's in self-preservation mode, but she wants to get it across that she knows what he's done. Yeah. So just, so, just quickly, before we get out of likes and stuff, too, I've got a couple of lines. When they go to execute uh, Maximus in the forest, yeah. six blokes take him, and then two go down, and then he starts doing whatever, and old mate goes to pull his sword yeah. out, and he goes, yeah, the frost yeah. makes the blade stick. That's just yeah, fucking gangster. Just, yeah, I've got enough time to tell you how dumb you are, and I'm yeah. going to fuck you up. That yeah, was awesome. I love that. I love yeah. And it also, again, shows his knowledge of Yeah, his field craft, so he yeah. just knows what he's doing. Mm. Um, and then we talked about it a little bit earlier on, but fucking Oliver Reed's Queer Giraffe speech. Yeah. You, you sold me, me Queer Giraffe. Queer Giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. The other uh, bloke plays it well, too, because when he's speaking, he's there going, Because he had someone He's got his method going. Um, the other funny... I don't think I'll be able to act. I'll be saying, let me go, you fucking freak. <laughs> um, Stop I'll, I'll squeezing my answer. testicles. <laughs> I'll make the ring announcer with the golden wig and the massive eyebrows. Yes. God, I love yeah. that. Yeah. His eyebrows David are Hemming just a work of art. I know. <laughs> Bob Hawke-esque. Oh, Bob Hawke. Sorry, Bobby. Uh, John Howard. They yeah. say, look at my buddy cut like caterpillars. They, they seem to be cutting the triangles or something. Yeah. <laughs> they stick out and up like yeah, fucking horns. Weird. That was But his voice, his voice is so good for that. It's got like that like gutter or like raspiness. Yeah. I don't believe that everyone in the arena could hear him though. I, nah. That's a hard, hard sell. Hard to sell. Yeah. By the time the end sort of rolls around, Commodus is just in full fucking bastard mode. Yeah, he's he's just back. roaming around, <laughs> telling his sister, he's, you're going to sire me a pure blooded child. Yeah, or I'll murder your son. <laughs> then pre-fight stabbing Maximus in the... Basically through the... What, you'd say... Yeah, he, he got him a lung wound, for yeah. sure. And then, you know... I'll just nail him. Yeah, and then I'll just yeah you know, cover the wound. Let's let's get him out of here. Yeah, you know, he's just in full asshole mode. Mm. But it's and great. Fucking as- Lucius and his saviour of Rome line, little bastard. Oh, you yeah, know, he just took <laughs> <laughs> Maximus. Oh, okay. And he's yeah, like, he said that. Said that. <laughs> yeah, that came out pretty well. Like that's something to fucking. And it's just the way Phoenix plays it too. He's like. Who said that? Yeah, he's kind of looked at him like, I'm going to kill you. Well, that's, that's the other next good one too, is fucking uh, Commodus's speech when he's got Lucius on his lap. Yeah. He's stung. talking about the busy little bee. Yeah. Oh, that has so much weight. And the kid's sitting there like looking going, oh, I've done something here, haven't I, Mum? I'm grounded. Something's gone terribly pear-shaped. But you busy little bee. Like, oh, he just... He sells it. He, does he, uh, not long after that, he rolls out the Am I not merciful? <laughs> so that scene there. <laughs> hey, you're a bastard. <laughs> he he, he yeah, didn't tell Bonnie Nielsen he was doing that. No, you are not merciful at all. I would have loved it. That would have made a perfect, you know, in a fucking parody of this for some, someone in the crowd going, No, you're a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> that, that scene was talking about the, the method acting thing. He didn't tell Connie Nielsen he was going to, he wasn't supposed to scream in her face like that. That, so they got that scene because he did it just off the cuff and she really shit herself. So she was actually really upset by that and apparently was like 
wanting to get offset and everything. Like, yeah. not happy. Now, Oliver Reed had just shat himself because he was drunk. I got grabbed on the nuts. He just yelled in your face. Can we just take it down? Like, everything's fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm still icing my testicles. Donald Trump's not on set. You're safe, all right? Like... <laughs> Um, yeah, the, the the battle that when, when you were talking about how he's just you know going going ballistic and stabbing and all that, but that that last battle with Maximus is super satisfying. It's handled so he well because the knife into his throat. But, but the punching before really, that, he does yeah. a backhand forehand yeah. swing yeah. Yeah. combo, and you're just like, yes, but it's actually like, yeah. it's really short. Yeah, yeah. And he fucking disarms him. And then he's like, you know, someone give me a blade or whatever. And, and everybody just stand down. They yeah. can't give him anything. And it's just raw. Yeah. Russell drops his sword and he's just like, this is where I fucking wanted you for the whole movie, yeah. you know, basically. And and then he does the bastard move and pulls out a, a little dagger. A dagger that he's hidden and still it just means nothing. Yeah. It was so satisfying and so well done. Just the fact that they just got straight to it. They 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 didn't they didn't drag it out for fifteen minutes. Yeah. It was just short and sharp and yeah. got the job done. And, and basically, Maximus reuniting with his family in death. I wept over well, I'm not going to lie. Dude, that last scene I gets me every openly. time. That's his victory. Like in he Titanic. was a soldier from bottom <laughs> him, and then they're like, who will carry him? And I'm like, <laughs> 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 oh, No, it's just, it's well done. But yeah. the whole thing about, like, you know, yeah, freedom and going yeah, home, yeah. you know, you win your freedom and yeah. going home. And, and she says, like, go to them. He's fucking dying with a smile on his face. Like, I'm no, going no. home. Yeah. <laughs> Really? Little did he know there's nothing when you die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, hit, it hit me you're a husk. <laughs> yeah, you're merely just a pile of meat. Uh, it hit me been... deeply there. I, I, it got me. It yeah, got no, it's awesome. It's awesome. really, really well acted. It's just everything about it is great. Speaking about pricks of humans too, let's talk about Quintus. Ah. In the first battle scene, he says, I told you to move those things yeah. back. And then Maximus says they're in they're good range. That puts him off guard enough to then fuck him over when he knows the Emperor's been murdered. And yeah. then in the last scene, when he knows he's been stabbed and he's had to cover his thing up, he throws his sword in the dirt instead of yeah. giving it to him. bastard. Yeah, he, he just finally comes it to him when he doesn't give him his sword. Least. But he is a prick Hand of a Hand him the sword. Yeah. Damage is done. The guy can barely walk. Doesn't matter if you throw... Just give him the sword. I mean, if you throw it in the ground, you're being a real punk. But basically, that's all... That's the, all he had to do was get... Like, all his men loved him, except for that bloke, because he showed him up once about the placement of some fucking catapults. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you, Quintus. Yeah, we yeah. won that battle, mind you, and the catapults were perfectly placed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the thing, buddy. He just had a bee in his bonnet about that. Hey, look, the thing about that, his death, is you actually care about him. Fuck yeah. That's mm. why it works. And that's the, that's the reason... That's why, uh, you know, good characters stand the test of time is because we're supposed to get emotional at the end. Because well, this, this has to be, for Russell Crowe, this has to be his, like, his role, right? Like, yeah. the one where you think about the biggest movie he did, this has got to be it, right? Yeah. Like, so. he's been in other good movies, but what this is the his... Uh, <laughs> this is his seminal role, I would say. This is his his go to. Yeah, this like, is the one that everyone remembers. His flagship. Yep. I mean, he won his he won an Oscar for it, so he probably threw it at someone at the after party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's not like you said. He did the inside. He did Beautiful Mind. Like there's some other good movies in there, but this is like if I think Russell Crowe best movie, this is the one I go to. Yeah, mm. agreed. I think Russell will rock though. Actually, <laughs> has anyone got any more likes for this one then? Because we've fucking been no, prattling on for no. quite a while now. From a dislike standpoint, I, I had very little. The one, the only thing that I didn't particularly like was the dream sequences. Uh, Ridley got a little bit um, laser focused during the dream sequences, <laughs> and some of that stuff I could have done without. 
just it just feels a little bit weird and jarring you know you've got opening doors and you know all this kind of random shit and it's all supposed to mean something weird but... and yeah you know, um, he's he's floating you know, he's floating across the ground and all this sort of stuff oh, you say this is, dream, um, given that you, you know, your theory is that Ridley's snorting massive amounts of coke as he gets through his work so you telling me that perhaps he, focus, perhaps he started it. dabbling <laughs> on the set look and somebody walked in I'm not ready I'm not ready just yet there's a scene with one of the earlier things when um, yeah. the slave thing when they're, they're throwing cocaine at the slaves. Yeah. Well, it really was an obviously really on that. <laughs> <laughs> Reshoots, dream sequence. <laughs> Guys, I'm right 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 here. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Uh, he goes, they're about to do that to rap and then you hear this. <laughs> We'll do three to four more days of shooting. Hang on, really, this was over. Nah, I've got a few other ideas. Yeah, three days straight. I've also written three alien scripts. Fucking productive. Ridley took a toilet break and came out with three alien scripts. And from They're reading through this, like, pieces of toilet paper with, like, scribbled notes. And it's written in code because he's that fucking high. They're like, what is this? It'll all make sense later. <laughs> In six movies, this will pay off. <laughs> Did you guys, um, by the way, actually, sorry, no, let's finish with the dislikes because that was that was my only real major dislike. Well, we touched, I just we touched found on that, that those sequences, those dream sequences, were just a little bit. It was a bit weird. overused. They were a little bit overused. Like there's the, the fever dream bit when he's first in the yeah. slave caravan. That kind of makes sense. But at the start, he's dreaming of home. He, he does a lot of daydreaming. <laughs> Well, like when you when you because he's he's in a fever, right? Because he's got the fucking wound that's got maggots. Yeah. 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 I think so. It was in a fever. I'm in a fever. We kind of a legend. Thank you. We kind of mentioned a lot of this other stuff. We, we did the, I talked about the, the little bits of here and there with the patchy with the CGI on the green screen. Yeah. It's not massive. Um, you talked about when the horses are riding down into the battle. They use a technique for the slow motion, which is kind of like jumpy. It's like stop yeah, motion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really off-putting. It only happens occasionally, but it yeah, it agreed. Out. It looks weird. There's actually one in the opening battle where Russell turns and I think he sort of crosses paths with one of his mates and it's really... Yeah, because he does like the thing. Yeah, he's going to stab the yeah. bloke and then he sort of smiles at yeah. him. That, and it's, it's kind of choppy. I, I'm yeah. not really sure what that is. It just really Favorite takes you out of it. In place. <laughs> um, and there's one other, there's a couple, actually, when, so I talked about when he does the blade sticking bit. Yeah. There's six blokes there, and inexplicably, two of them branch off to go and execute these fucking gun swordsmen. <laughs> Why wouldn't all six of them be there to yeah, help? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you, you, you make sure that guy's dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, you. Yeah. I'm you, not leaving you, this to you two, fools. Remember that last execution? You fucked that one up too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You take six guys down there, and you know what? You do what they did to um, Proximo. Yeah, just yeah, everyone yeah. into him. Yeah, yeah, they learnt their lesson. Um, and then well, I was just talking about Maximus's wound um, when he's in the the thing. And then he's got this huge gaping fucking hole, and and then he's carving off his tattoo. Yeah. Two scenes later, it's a clear shot of the same arm, and it's perfect, just unblemished skin. Is it? Oh, they must they've, have got that. They've right. made some terrible, terrible yeah. issues continuity with continuity type of there. Thing, yeah. So that and I, I just see that sort of stuff because I'm a weirdo. But and I think I think we we sort of yeah we put it. During the likes discussion, but the Maximus, uh, the Marcus Aurelius stuff is where it's slowest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You just wanted that bit to be over so you could get to and the. And Harris well, that, is a bit of a weak point. That was the thing, you know, it, it, it was sort of 
half an hour that didn't really advance his character much. We knew that he wanted to go home, and we knew that Marcus Aurelius wanted him to be the leader at a certain point. And it, that it half took, hour could have been fifteen minutes. It wasn't particularly yeah. riveting. It gets riveting when Phoenix comes in and starts yeah. delivering that speech and suffocating him. Yeah, some of the as I said, some of the outside stuff was a little bit tedious. I thought it could have been sped up a little bit. And I, I mentioned, you know, the examples of the, the bloated stuff, but there wasn't a lot else that I, I, I disliked. There was a couple of moments where I thought the score was overdone. The score, for the most part, I thought was pretty good. Is that score was... from Pirates of the Caribbean as well? <laughs> I think I, they might have. Yeah, I think they view. took it from this. this I, yeah. I think. Um, there was there was a few points I, mean, I remember where it's the same. Yeah, it's could have used a bit of Jack Sparrow. Yeah, 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 true. Fucking cut his head off. The um, the but, final song though, that when we are free, that is such a cool song to finish on. I love that oh, one. It's not as good as um. Peacing our life. Did everybody a, watch that film? Yes, I did. Fuck, that's enough of that. Thanks. Yeah. Magic. But he was modelling his look after Sly. <laughs> he was. was. He, he thought he was Sly. I think he just had the same haircut. He thinks I look enough, I look enough like him that I'll get into you know whatever clubs I wanted. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the scores. There was a few t- few times where everything you needed was on the screen. And it just could have been restrained a bit more, but you fucking got belted around the head with the conductor's baton. <laughs> <laughs> and it just, yeah, a little bit more restraint in a couple of parts would have would have yeah. suited. And the last dislike I had was that um, when you said Gladiator, I got really excited and thought we were watching the boxing movie with Cuba Gooding Jr. Jr. and Brian Denner. Oh, yeah. Heads, <laughs> heads hard as part of the body. The good Gladiator movie. <laughs> I'm about to punch you in the head. Fuck. So is that all this time? Yes, yeah, that's, that's all I right, mate. That's me. Mate, fantastic film. Yeah, it, might, it might have worked me up till four while we were speaking. Does anybody remember the talk of a sequel? Yeah. Written by Nick Cave? Or something. So what? Um, even Ridley Scott, dead. Mr. Laser Focus, passed on that. Yeah. How do you do a sequel to it? It was all about yeah, Maximus he was being going in to, heaven or hell heaven, or yeah. something. No, no, that's stupid. Yeah. Very it was, stupid. It was very stupid. Yeah, fuck, I'm glad I that never happened. don't really know why. It's up that. there with the Seven sequel where fucking Morgan Freeman gets bloody... Was that called eight? Supernatural powers. <laughs> there was a script for a sequel to Seven where he gets, like, bloody ESP or something. Yeah, he's like, he's like a seer. Oh, he, he walks into crime scenes and just knows what happened. That sort of, yeah. Oh, thank Sounded God. That did happen. <laughs> yeah, no. Hard, um, hard yeah, uh, there was supposedly a sequel kicking around. I think Nick Cave got sort of asked to write it. Mm. I think he, he was sort of going, What? How much coke do we have? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything was on the phone earlier. He was talking really fast. <laughs> he mentioned the gladiators. Yeah, he's, he's, not not <laughs> he's got 17 scripts <laughs> lined up. He wants you to write one of them. <laughs> <laughs> but thankfully, it never came to pass. Good. Thankfully. Because I think it would have sullied the reputation of this film. But that is Gladiator. If you want to get in contact with us, send us an email at thrillme at ionet.net.au. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia and at Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com. And make sure you rate and review us on iTunes and Podomatic. And next episode, keep an eye on the Facebook page. We'll let you know what's obviously coming up. But until then... Take it easy, and we'll catch up with everyone later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me 
all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.